0: It is the second to last week that I will be uploading a episode onto the podcast, which is super scary because last, next week actually, will be the last episode for the year. And this year, I don't know where has it gone, where has it flown by, but it is nearing its end and I hope that you have done your Christmas shopping. If not, then... I hope that you get everything that you are looking for still. (laughs) I went shopping on the weekend and um, yeah, it it was absolute madness. Okay, what are we talking about today? Does your organization's processes let you down? You've tried to implement new strategies, new techniques, things you've learned from professional development or even from this podcast, but you're still stuck. You can't seem to create the change that is required. Well, the reality is that it might not be anything that you are doing. It might actually be your organization's processes that are actually letting you down. Let's discuss. As Christian women in leadership... We often find ourselves struggling with the balance between implementing faith-based leadership principles and the worldly perspectives of our colleagues and team members. You once felt passionate about leadership, but have often come up against people with fixed mindsets who are unwilling to change. You feel like giving up and stepping out of your leadership role because is it really worth it? Friend, you're in the right place. Here, we're not only going to talk about the challenges, we're going to tackle them head on with a faith based approach that's both practical and empowering. So, if you're ready to transform your leadership journey, to set boundaries that make a real impact, and to create a workplace culture where both you and your team can thrive, then join me in uncovering the strategies, wisdom, and godly guidance that will lead you to success. I'm Rika Whelan, and welcome to the Woman of Faith. In podcast. Together, we're going to navigate leadership with faith as our foundation. Let's get started. Grab your coffee or water, keep that notebook and pen handy, and let's jumpstart your leadership. Okay, I am going to read a review from the Beauty Hunters podcast. It reads, this podcast brings a great perspective on taking a faith-based approach as a woman leader in the workplace. She offers great tips on navigating everyday challenges. Thank you, Beauty Hunters Podcast, and you can also go and check out their podcast. At, it's called The Beauty Hunters Podcast. Thank you very much. it can be really frustrating if you're trying your very best to implement change, but there's no back-end processes, policies, procedure, or even a code of conduct to back you up for what you are saying to your team, you're getting resistance from your team members or that 1% of people who are getting defensive, you're trying to implement a couple of new things, but yeah, you just really feel stuck and that 1% of people, believe me, I know, that 1% of people who give you a hard time can really just feel like, There's no change, no matter what I do, I just can't seem to implement change. Been there, done that, so I truly, truly understand you and I get you. There are many things in your organization's processes, policies and procedures that can let you down, including no clear cut performance management processes and no annual reviews. So I'm gonna give you seven tips on what you can do, or seven steps really, on what you can do to implement change in your organization. Now, look, the reality is that not all of us have got influence in our organization's processes and policies and procedures. But what I want to do is I want to teach you a way that you can work with your line managers and that you can influence up. So in John Maxwell's book, The 360-Degree Leader, He talks about how you can influence up, so that will be your line managers, how you can influence to the side, so that are your peers or other leaders or other heads of departments, and how you can influence down, so that are, those are all your employees. So a way that you can implement up, and what I've come up with are seven steps that, simple steps that I've implemented in the past to influence line managers. And by all means, also go and read, to further your reading, go and read John Maxwell's The 360 Degree Leader. What I'm taking from this teaching is not necessarily from his book. It's steps, practical steps that I think that you should take and that's possible for you to implement change, particularly when it comes to organisational processes, procedures and SOPs and all those things. Because I know it can be done, but I think in full disclaimer, I should say that some line managers are not open to you offering suggestions, or to you offering improvements, because it's just not where they're at, they're just not in that headspace, that's not the culture that they would like to display, that's not their leadership style, and some leaders or some line managers like to come up with all the ideas, okay, so there's a range of line managers that I've worked with. I know each and every one of you listening to this podcast have a different line manager, a different way that they They might be authoritarian. They might be inclusive. They might be amazing. You might be able to come up with these suggestions and get implementation, get implementation quite quick. Or it might take you a little bit longer where the implementation process might take a little bit longer because you've got to do a lot more work in terms of influencing. Okay, so what I'd like you to do is number one, brainstorm what are the exact processes, policies, procedures, or SOPs that are letting you and the organization down. So you've tried to implement change, you've tried to eradicate workplace gossip, but there's no back-end documentation that's backing you up. So for example, this it, it doesn't mention anything about gossip in the no in the code of conduct, or there isn't a no-gossip policy or there isn't a no gossip pledge. So that's just one with gossip that you can do. Or for example, when it comes to conflict resolution, There's no documentation to support the whole process of conflict resolution. Again, talking about mediation or healthy and unhealthy conflict. That could also be training. So it doesn't necessarily have to be a policy or a procedure. It could also actually be training that might be missing from your organization's processes. Maybe it's the induction process where when people come into the organization, they're not inducted or trained properly. Maybe it's those annual performance reviews. So Whatever it might be, go and brainstorm the exact things that are missing. Okay. Now, if there's a hundred things missing, the reality is you're not going to be able to pitch all of those hundred things. You're going to have to go and prioritize what are the things that they absolutely have to implement to make a change. I wouldn't suggest even more than three because again it can get overwhelming. They can see you as being critical, they can be you, they can see you as being. Overly constructive or deconstructive. So I would I would come up with the top three of everything that you have written down in your brainstorming session. You can even cluster a couple of them together. So potentially you can cluster a couple of them together, like your code of conduct, your no gossip pledge, and your no gossip policy. That, for example, could be clustered under your go- under gossip. For example, and then you cover three things. So that could be a really good way for you to cluster them together as well. Okay, so then you are going to number two come up with the suggestions. Okay, so number one was just brainstorm. Number two was come up with the suggestions on how to improve those processes. For example, create a policy that says no gossip or add to the code of conduct or create a training or whatever that might look like. Okay, so come up with those suggestions. Okay, now number three, gather up your courage and make an appointment with your line manager, okay? And then when you get to your line manager, discuss these improvements with them. Remember, and depending on who or what your line manager is and how they function, leaders do like you to come with a solution. They don't only like you to only come with a problem, okay? So I used to also encourage my team if they had a problem, come up with a solution and then come and present that to me. I would then be able to let them know whether their solution was practical or possible financially or because some of them would like to dream big. But yeah, definitely come up with those solutions, present the problem with the solution. Okay, then four, follow the chain of command and let the information work its way up to the CEO or to the board of directors or wherever that have to has to go okay but if that's your line manager that has to take that information up what I would do is I would follow up with your line manager so you know give them a week and then follow up with them again in the next meeting or make a meeting with them again and say oh I would just like to know how did it how to go with this person and yeah then if They said that they haven't spoken to that person yet, or they kind of look like, oh, you know, I spoke to them, but they were not interested. What I would do in that instance is I would then seek permission, depending again on how your organization works, or if you don't have to seek permission, go to that line manager, that two up of yours directly. Now, you don't want to step on your toes of your direct line manager or your one up. That's why I was talking about asking permission. But what you could do is you could say, oh, I'd be very happy to speak to Susie about this project. I feel very passionate about it. And I really think that implementing these steps would solve a huge problem, you know, such as workplace gossip, which ultimately, you know, will improve the company's bottom line. So I really, really think that this is something that would be implementable. You know, I can can lead the project, feel very passionate about it. You know why don't you um, leave it with me, and then I can go and speak to this person about that. So just come. Be, be confident in your skills because if you really want to implement change, again, it's all about influence, right? It's about influencing that person. And sometimes, when it comes to influencing a person, you you sometimes have to boost that person's self confidence a little, and like stroke their ego. And it's not fake, it's not that you're doing it because you're fake, but it's because sometimes, when again, when it comes to influencing people, people like to hear what they're doing right. And if, especially if your line manager is the person, you know, is actually one of the biggest problems in terms of, you know, workplace culture or gossip then it is going to be quite important that you go to your two-up or to the next person above this person. But by all means, please, 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 I beg of you, do not badmouth your line manager whatsoever. Do not say anything like, you know, I spoke to this person, but they didn't think it was a good idea, so I thought I'd come to you. Don't say anything like that. Don't stab your line manager in the back. Don't badmouth them whatsoever. That is the biggest mistake you'll ever make. What you do say instead is that I've got this I've got this idea, you know, there's this problem and I've I've come up with a solution. This is what it can look like, and these are our solutions. Okay. So again, you can definitely present that in a manner come across as confident. And again, you have the by presenting this, you have got the opportunity to be influential in your organization. Anybody can be influential. You do not need a title to be influential. One of your employees can be more influential than you as a leader. It influence is leadership is influence, yes, but you do not need a leadership title to have influence. Okay, so even if they don't request it, what I would then suggest is offer to present. So if people are if people are declining your uh, proposals, then request a meeting with them. Request that you present your findings. Request that you can have ten minutes of their time then again, go and present it, be confident, keep it to 10 minutes, keep it concise, keep it to the point. But the point should be the benefits for the organization, the benefits for the leaders, the benefits, the benefits, the benefits. Okay. Then number six, work with the person who needs to make the changes. So whether that be You know, rewriting policies and procedures, or working with a CEO, or working with this person, or working with that person. And again, because you've come up with the solutions, you run the project. So ideally, you'd be running the project, you'd be calling the shots. However, in some organizations, it just doesn't work like that. They've got a person who will who is a project manager, or they've got a person who will do this or do that. So whoever you need to work with, again, remember it's not about you. It's not about you getting the credit. It's not about you at all. But what it is about is about these changes that you want to implement, especially as a woman of faith. We do have an opportunity to be influential in certain circumstances, especially when it comes to, to things that we learn from the Bible. For example, integrity. We've got a perfect opportunity to be influential when it comes to integrity and integri- integrity's behavior. People don't know that that has to come from the Bible. But what we can teach people are the benefits of having integrity. And, you know, if integrity is not a value in your organization and you want to make the change that it is, again, you'll follow the same process and you'll present the benefits of having integrity in the values or having that ethical behavior at all times, whether somebody's looking or not and what benefits that will hold for the organization ultimately. So you'll follow the same process, work with the people who you need to, and then move to implementation, which is step number seven. So if you've got a line manager who likes to come up with all the ideas, well, then you're going to have to be very clever and make it sound like it's their idea. Then you run with the project still, but you make it sound as if it's their idea. Just do it, just get it done because again, it's not about you, it's about the influence or it's about the change that you want to bring about, especially if it is something godly that you want to implement or if it's something from the Bibles. Anything really that we want to implement in our organizations that is a positive, you can follow the same process and practice influence. So if you failed so let's say for example you you tried to have influence you tried to min- implement something new but you failed that's okay then you're just going to try again and next time you're going to try again and next time you're going to try again and you know if you know anything about the marketing world which i'm not sure you know from, from the listeners do Um, Which is fine, of course, and because I do my own marketing, I have to know about marketing. But it's all about split testing. So split testing is where you test different headlines, you test different fonts, you test different videos, you test different formats to see what works and what what your audience will click on and what they will listen to. So, you know, you can try different methods, you can try different wordings, you can try different times of the day, there's so many different things you can try but just don't give up because we want to have some form of influence in our organizations, not because it's, you know, influence sometimes sounds bad, like I'm saying you should have influence in your organization, well no, what I mean really ultimately by that is that we want to implement change as women of faith, we want to implement positive change, well then we should be implementing some steps and we should also number one believe in ourselves we should throw imposter syndrome away and we should believe that we can have influence we absolutely can have influence and we're not having influence because we want to implement ungodly things well it's actually quite the opposite we want to implement good and positive things in our organization so then practicing influence is really a good thing it's really really you're sowing and from all that sowing, you'll be reaping, but you just need to keep on sowing, you need to keep on watering those seeds, you need to keep on watering those plants until you can reap the harvest, until you can reap the harvest, okay, so just look, just keep the faith, keep on practicing, and just follow these follow these steps over and over again no matter what influence or what no matter what change you're trying to bring in your organization okay well that's the end of the episode now before you go please don't turn off just yet (laughs) I have got an exciting request so I have mentioned before that I'm launching a new program called from gossip to growth and I'm looking for some beta testers for my online program. So that's for my online course that I've created. And you will get a very, very juicy discount for becoming a beta tester. So I'm not going to give it away for free because... What I have found that if people do something for free, they're not willing to give the time. They don't implement the time because they've not paid for it, which means that they're not invested in it. So I will give a very, very, very juicy and generous discount though. And you'll be able to try my brand new From Gossip to Growth program where I'm going to teach you the step-by-step process of getting rid of workplace gossip. So I'm very excited about that. I have recorded all the modules. And I'm in the process of editing them, uploading them onto my online platform. So therefore, I am requesting beta testers. So as literally, as soon as this thing goes live, which I'm hoping I'll be able to manage for the 1st of January 2024, then I would like people to test it out. So if you're interested in becoming a beta tester and you want to get a huge discount on what it will cost, then please email me at support at with the word beta tester in the subject line and I'll send you more information. So even if you just want to suss out the discount, just email me support at com with the word beta tester in the subject line and I'll send you all the information that you might need. Now, if you don't want to become a beta tester, you just want to wait for it to officially launch and for all the kinks to be done and dusted with, then just go to womenoffaithinleadership.com and you'll be able to find a link where you can join the wait list for when it does go live. Okay, so if you want to become a beta tester, email support at with the word beta tester in the subject line. If you don't want to, be a better taster but you just want to join the wait list for when the program joins go to womenoffaithinleadership.com and the link will be there for you to join the wait list okay well until next week in exactly one week it is christmas so enjoy the lead up to christmas enjoy this time with your family if you're still working um good luck and i hope you can finish off everything so that you can switch off when you do go on leave, even if it's just for a couple of days between Christmas and New Year. If you have to work between Christmas and New Year, I get it. I understand. I've been there before. Strongs, you can do it. I believe in you. And yeah, we'll chat again next week on Christmas when I'll be releasing the next episode. All right. Bye so much for listening. If this podcast blessed you in some way, the number one way you can thank me is by leaving a review. Your feedback means the world to me and lights me up every single time when I read it. And it makes me want to keep going. So please leave a review and your review will also help other Christian women in leadership find the answers they are looking for. So whether you're on Spotify or Apple podcasts, scroll down to the review section and leave that review. Then head over to womenoffaithinleadership.com and join our free Facebook community and I look forward to engaging with you there.